Now, don't go away, because next on CBS Radio's Comedy Time are those two zany characters of many characters, Bob and Ray. And now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. disqualify myself on this particular challenge because I know that theme music, I know it's Bob and Ray's. I suspect as much myself. So, uh, yeah, you can go along with the rest of the panel and I'll just disqualify myself right. being a great sportsman than I am. Thank okay, uh, Webley Webster? Yes, sir. I'll step in for Ray. Okay. You, uh... Well, hello, everybody. And welcome to the Bob and Ray Show. This is Webley L. Webster. Webley Llewellyn Webster, Canton, Massachusetts. A long time since we heard that middle name. Born in March of 1922. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm going to, uh, break. Come on, back here. Okay. Sit down. I mean, no need of disqualifying this all of this stuff. No, you don't need to disqualify like for the whole show. Hey, curviers, ladies and gentlemen. CBS's Wandering Accordionist. Let's hear a little of that familiar Curvier's music, shall we? This kind of silly kind of music. Kirby uh, used to be on the ferry that used to ply the Hudson River from uh, about 42nd Street over to... Uh, what's that? Weehawken. Weehawken, that's yeah. right. And he caught on here right after the ferry sunk. And uh, everyone chipped in, bought him a new uh, squeeze box, and he is gone. He's been keeping out of uh, shows lately, though. He does, this is the only one he walks in on. Well, uh, this is the only show where he can walk in on getting into serious trouble. We don't have anything formalized, like, say, a, a, you know, one of those daytime dramatic shows or a newscast. This is strictly informal. Yes. And we can tolerate it for a little while. Very loosely timed. How long has he been with us? Not coming tomorrow. Well, he's, he's left now. Mm, lucky for him. And I think we ought to get to feature number one on page three of today's Bob and Ray show. Dr. Fred B. Stoll. I run a watch and clock hospital. The other day, a patient was brought into me by a very distraught man. My job to help him. Yes, sir. Dr. Stoll. Yes. I I brought my my grandfather clock along here. Oh, I I sense you were having trouble with him. With well, it... <sighs> Sit down, sir, and just try to gather your wits about you. You have the patient's name? Yes, Seth Thomas. Right. And uh, the age, please. He's uh, about 150 years old. Well, we'll have a look at him. <clears throat> oh, Nurse Grimsby. Yes. Will you, uh... Help me here, please. Do what? I don't want to clean your pipes anymore, Doctor. I'm 
sick and tired of that job. Mm. Let me just take a look at his dial here. Doctor, I, I know it's too early yet for you to make a decision, but what do you think? I mean, I can't diagnose without I look at him. You didn't uh, take too much English at medical school, did you, doctor? No, I skipped that. I was more interested, more interested in chronometry. <clears throat> Nurse, I, I think we'll have to operate here. No, not again, doctor. Mm, looks like a bum ticker to me. Bring the patient into the workroom. Yes, doctor. Hand me that mainspring, please. Doctor, should I be here? I mean, I'm not clean. It's all right. It's all right. My hands are filthy. I had to change a tire on the way yes, over. Yes, I noticed there's grease all over. You Just don't mind if I stand out of the way? That's all. Just so I, I want to watch everything. All right, give me a give me a new balance, nurse. Yes. Do you want some light oil too, doctor? That uh, wouldn't do any harm, I guess. The pendulum, I think, could stand the polishing. Yes. I'm already taken care of that. Yes, doctor. Be careful. Don't drop that screwdriver. There we are. Do you have a time, nurse? Yes, it's ten minutes past the hour. All right. We'll just set the hands here. Doctor, can you, can you tell me now? I... I want to know how... We'll know in just a short time. How the old grandfather's clock will be. Of course you do. Does that hurt? What you do? What you doing now? Oh, oh I, I think I've... Oh, I've cured your patient. That's the tech. Yes. I didn't know it. Now, the real test. We'll see if he still strikes. Oh. Oh, Doctor... You've done it again, Nurse Grimsby, and, sir... Oh, I'm so happy for you, sir. I pronounce your patient cured. Oh. The clock of life is wound but once, and no man has the power to tell just where the hands will stop at late or early hour. story, wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm glad everything worked out all right. All right, and now the next subject here is the Columbia Phonograph. Hola, amigo. You want to know about stereo phonographs? Listen to my last bullfight on ordinary stereo. Hola. But now, Columbia Stereo 1. There is a Corrida de Toros, real lifelike, magnifica. There is such a big difference in stereo phonographs. With most, all you get is a couple of speakers shooting in different directions. But with Colombia, ah, hombre, you get fantastic stereo projection. What it does is to send circles of sound sweeping through every inch of a room. You are surrounded with live sound, live feeling, live passion. How they cheered me. Ask your Columbia phonograph dealer to demonstrate Stereo 1 by Columbia. 
Prices start as low as $39.95 for portables, $129.95 for consoles. El Picador! Who let the bull out? Right now, it's time for the Bob and Ray feature called Beg Your Pardon. The serious news gatherers, responsible reporters, it seems we've done it again. Last week, we asked you all to turn your clocks back an hour to mark the end of daylight saving time. And we were wrong, and we have a good many apologies to make, and I guess we'd better start with you, sir. Can we have your name? Charlie. <clears throat> Charlie what, please? Please, sir. And uh, what time do you uh, have on your watch now, Mr. Please? No, my name is Dennison. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was like my, uh, my parents used to always say that. They'd say, oh, you know. Charlie what, please? Sir. Yes, when I'd forget to say please or thank you. Uh-huh. Well, Dennison. what time do you have not right now? Uh, it's 2.12. I don't know whether it's a.m. or p.m. I've been a little mixed up ever since you made the wrong announcement. Well, either way, Mr. Dennison, you're several hours off on the time. Did anything bad happen to you because of the time mix-up? Well, uh, I'm in town on a vacation, and uh, a week ago, uh, Tuesday, I thought I'd uh, take a tour of all the night spots. But, uh, of course, you were way off on your time, and I guess that is uh, true. That's right. I thought it was around midnight. But it was two in the afternoon. Uh-huh. And a lot of the clubs were closed, you know, but I kept banging at the doors to the various night spots. And, well, I hope uh, nothing serious happened, Mr. Dennison. Well, uh, here and there, I was thrown into the street by some sharp, sleek-looking men who answered the door. Well, we're terribly sorry, and I wonder if there's anything we can do for you now. Well, I tell you, give me the right time. I've been trying to get out of town for several days now, but I can't seem to make connections at the airport. Well, we're sorry about that, too. We'd love to give you the right time, but we're kind of confused here ourselves. Will you forgive us, Charlie, please? Sure. We all make mistakes. It was nice seeing you. Thank you. And, uh, ma'am, may I know your name? Do you mind if I don't tell you my name? See, I'm a famous personality, and uh, a lot of people think I'm in Palm Springs. All right. Well, we'll keep it uh, in confidence, ma'am. You look, incidentally, like one of the notorious Lane sisters, are you? Please don't keep probing. Let's just say I'm famous and let it go. All right. All right. Now, you were uh, inconvenienced somehow by the misleading information we gave out of these microphones? Well, I have a son at a military academy, you know. No, I didn't know that. Yes, up at Avondale. Anyway, I thought I'd surprise him with a visit. And when I got there, it was midnight. And I was under the impression that it was around 11 in the morning. Uh-huh. And I didn't get to see him either. You see, I'd planned a visit with my boy just before Pottage. Uh, mess, you mean. Well, we're terribly sorry well, about that. And so am I. But anyhow, according to the rules of the Academy, I won't be permitted to see my boy now until he's a chicken colonel. Well, I don't know uh, what to say, man, if... There were only something I could do or to make up for it. Well, I tell you, just keep my visit here a secret, and we'll call it square. And you won't tell us who you are? Please. You can understand. All right. I'll just repeat then that we're awfully sorry, and the same goes for all of you who are here today. Please accept our humblest apologies here on the bottom right. Beg your pardon, please. Send your watches to us. We'll see that they're working. All right. That's enough, audience. Gee, I don't know as we have time to check on uh, Mr. Shrank today. I don't think we do, Bob. Do you? Uh, probably not. No, my watch is running, so I, uh, I don't know. Really uh, 
But we do have time for to remind everybody about Celebrity Snapshot, another feature of ours. Tonight's guest, we have Mr. Maury Murphy, right? He's world-famed uh, for his brilliantly trained talking dogs. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Murphy. Thank you. You can call me Murph. Okay, Murph. First off, can you tell our audience uh, how you go about training your remarkable dogs to talk? Well, I started a few years back by teaching just one, and then he taught all the others. I see. And will that uh, be the one you have with you tonight? Cute little thing That's there? That's right. Uh, this is Little Clyde. I brought him along to say a few words on behalf of United States Savings Bonds. Uh, all right, now, Clyde, let's have it loud and... Clyde... Come on, say it, boy. You remember, come on. Looks like uh, you'd like to say something. Sometimes the cat gets his tongue. <laughs> Clyde! Well, I guess I'll have to say it for him this time. United States savings bonds now with a speedy seven-year, nine-month maturity. Buy them, you'll like what they do to your money. Now, what was so hard about that, Clyde? Oh, wait a minute. You're not Clyde. Uh, I brought the wrong dog. This is Babcock, and he never says oh. anything. Thought he was mighty quiet in the cab on the way over. Well, uh, thanks anyway, Murph, for visiting with us tonight. And so long for now. Come on, Babcock. Yes, I know. It wasn't your fault. Good night. Good night, sir. We're awfully sorry it didn't pan out the way you'd prefer. But right. uh, oftentimes things don't. I think that's what well, makes life so interesting. Well, yeah. well, come on, get out of here. All right, all right. Ray, you'll be happy to know we had a request in the mail today for you to sing that great Come and Get It Day. Could you work that into the schedule before the end of this week? Oh, uh, I thought you meant today. Uh, no, I know you weren't prepared today. Bob, uh, before I sing publicly, I always like to go over it several times at home for a very critical audience. Mm -hmm. And uh, once they're satisfied, then I'm prepared to go before uh, the great unseen radio audience and deliver in my own way. A song. Well, that, of course... What was it again you requested? Great Come and Get It Day. Great Come and Get It Day. It's one of my particular favorites. I wonder how you came across it, Bob. Uh, I heard Earl Wrightson sing it once. Oh, really? And uh, I, I know that you are known as Mr. Perfection as far as songs go, and I wouldn't want you to try it now. Glad you remember that, Bob. Uh, I am. Uh, rather than go before the public uh, unrehearsed... You said all that. Uh, oh, I did? Uh, uh, but guess. if you can work that in the your rehearsal, come and get a day. Would you hum just a note of it? Uh, I'll have to do that a little bit later. We'll be back with a good joke in just ten seconds. Good joke. It's better to tighten your belt huh? than to lose your pants. <laughs> Bill Lamar, this is Ray Goulding reminding you the right if you get work. Bob, we have reminding you to hang by your tongue. <laughs> this is the CBS Radio Network.